Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Gluck. I'm a motorsports writer for The Athletic, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. Up next is Chase Elliott of Hendrick Motorsports, the current NASCAR Cup Series points leader, the 2020 champion, and the four-time most popular driver. I've really enjoyed seeing Chase sort of uh, evolve and grow over these last few years here as he uh, seems to find his voice a little bit more and uh, has a few stronger opinions than he used to and is willing to share those. So thought now would maybe be a great time to do the 12 questions. We were able to sit down recently at the gateway race and record this one. So let's give it a listen. All right, everybody. I'm here with Chase Elliott for another 12 questions. Um, so the first one, Chase is how do you feel about people reclining their seats on airplanes? Uh, I'm okay with it. You know, I, I, because I want to recline mine, so I feel like if the person in front of you leans their seat back, like, I, I get it, and sometimes it reminds me that I can lean mine back, too. So I, I'm okay with it. You know, it, uh, it certainly takes away a little room for you, but you're doing the same thing to the person behind <laughs> you. So, I mean, I don't know how you're going to complain about that. Yeah, okay. That's understandable. Uh, how often do you get recognized at the grocery store? Uh, depends on the grocery store. I mean, it really just depends on the area. I mean, um, you know, it seems like uh, around home, it could be hit or miss. You know, uh, when I spend time out in Colorado, there's like a 2% chance, you know, <laughs> that you're going to see somebody that follows racing. So it really just uh, depends on where you are and, and what part of the country you're in. I feel like more than anything. At home, um, do they, do you feel like they maybe see you, but they give you the respect to leave you alone or they just don't you blend in well it depends because like around home i might see somebody i know oh okay too, you know so um towns uh it's growing a lot but i certainly know you know a lot of the folks that live around there too yeah okay uh on a scale one to ten how good are you at replying to text messages in a timely manner um <laughs> not great um not great i like a lot of times um so this is my pet peeve with text messages and what I wish Apple would do. So you know how like an email you can you can read an email but then you can mark it back to your, for yourself as unread. Mm -hmm. So like my problem is if I have my phone on me or something and I'm doing something I might see a message that somebody sends me and I might open it and read it and be like okay I need to get back to that person later. Um, but now I opened it so it's you know it's gone on on your unopened thing. So I do that a lot um, where I, I forget you know I'll read something and I need to get back to someone, but I, I end up forgetting because I've, you know, opened it already. So I wish you could unread it, you know, to where you could see or you could, t you know, have a mark for yourself to go back and take care of whatever you need to take care of. Yeah, that's a very good point. I hope somebody's listening uh, that can help with that. Um, what is the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who won't stop talking? 
Um, the best thing you can do, I feel like, is, you know, hopefully someone's standing there with you. <laughs> yeah. And and you can kind of pass the conversation to them. And, and instead of trying to end the, end the conversation, you kind of pass it to the next person that's there. And then you slowly walk away. That's you're the first person all year to say that. And I had had that had never occurred to me, but that's brilliant. Cause if you can just sort of deflect and bring them into it, yeah. you'd be like, there's talking to that person. And they don't even have to be in the conversation. Originally you can bring them into the conversation <laughs> and then depart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That's genius. As long as somebody's within about five feet, I should be good. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Uh, if you could pick only one form of social media to use and drop all the rest, which would it be? Uh, probably, probably Twitter. Honestly, I, I enjoy, uh, I love, I love photography and, and good pictures. So I like that aspect of Instagram, but Twitter has opened that up too. Um, I know it's not necessarily a picture sharing app, but, uh, I like Twitter probably better than the rest just because I actually get information there, you know, what, whether it may be news or, um, I follow a lot of sports. So, you know, I feel like it's just, uh, it's more like quality information more than it is, you know, j- just photos um, like Instagram. So I, I like I like the Twitter side of things. Okay, makes sense. Um, what advice would you give to someone? As quality as information can be uh, <laughs> coming in on the internet. Let me let me say that. Yes, well, that's that's an important disclaimer. <laughs> uh, what advice would you give someone who is having a hard time getting over a mistake they've made? Um. Man, I've I've certainly been there myself. You know, I, I think it's uh, it's important to to just think about what you can control. And unfortunately, once you once you make a mistake and you do something wrong, um, there's really nothing you can do to go back and and correct that exact one, other than just you know look ahead to the next week and and you know this sounds very boring and cliche, but you know you, you got you got to you got to move on to the to the next opportunity that you have. And uh, if the mistake that you made is something that you can apply to another situation down the road. Um, take that, learn from it, and then apply it to that same thing again, and hopefully better your result or, or fix whatever the issue may have been. But uh, for me, I just I look ahead to the next opportunity, you know. And um, if I can't control it or I can't change it, you really you really have to let it go, or it's just gonna it's, you know it's gonna do more harm than than good at that point. I think there's a time period where you have to learn from that mistake um and you certainly it's okay to be mad i think at yourself i'm i'm very guilty of that too but uh there comes a point where you can't change it anymore on to the next opportunity and apply it down the road if it becomes uh possible to do so yeah um so this next one's a wild card where i'm mixing it up for each person and i went back to our uh 2014 12 questions oh wow we've been doing this for that long um we're getting old yes i am for sure um at the time I asked you if you had an unlimited budget to build a new racetrack, what would you build? And you said a shorter track with an abrasive surface. Um, but now we are sort of learning what this next gen car likes and it's sort of reshaping at least seems like it. Yeah. What we think about what's a good track, what's not. So I want to ask you that question again. If you could build a new track uh, with these cars in mind, um, what would you what would you make? Oh man. Um, if I had an unlimited budget, I don't know that I would build a racetrack, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, if I was going to build one, it does seem like these cars have, have performed better on the mile and a half stuff. I feel than than they have at, 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 you know, the shorter tracks that we have been to. Um, you know, I would say a, 
homestead like racetrack something uh, that has actual straight straightaways something to where you could make each end of the track um, a little more similar you know something that that favors um, favors the type of corner that this car has performed well at that gives drivers options and I, I feel like a progressive bank track you know tends to put on a better show than than one that's not um, most of the time but you know it, it just depends you know we, we go to all different kinds of tracks and um, some of it depends on which part of the country the tracks in you know how quickly it ages uh, some of these tracks that we go to are good during the aging process some of them are good once it's like super wore out so I don't know I, I would have to say some type of mile and a half with with actual straight straightaways like a lot of them used to be you know Homestead Atlanta before they reconfigured it um, something along those lines yeah okay um, so if someone blatantly wrecked you to win a race would you interrupt their celebration um, I think that depends on on how bad it was and and uh, and and the situation um, and what was on the line you know to obviously you get you get to the last 10 of the year and and things are uh, you know things are obviously ramped up but um, I don't know that that would really depend on the situation but certainly would be looking forward to my next opportunity um, in the coming weeks well I feel like you've given us uh some fantastic moments when things have happened to you, uh, whether it's one-liners or um, doing a bow or things like that. So I think I would look forward to it from a perspective of uh, seeing what, how you're going to respond in that way as well. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. It depends on what's going on and I guess what pops in my head <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Um, what movie do you think you've seen the most times over the last year? Over the last year, honestly, not a lot of movies. Um, more, more TV show. I feel like related. Um, yeah, the movie thing. I, I love movies, and I, I, I have always been a been a big fan of movies, old, new, you know, anywhere in between. But I, I don't think there's really. I'm not sure there's any movie I've seen more than once in the past, in the past 12 months. But I've certainly been, been on some TV shows and have. Uh, watch them pretty religiously over over the last last 12 what are you uh super into right now uh right now i'm into blacklist which is uh it's a little bit of an older show but it i think it was on you know one of the network television shows and then now it has uh it made a netflix and i'm not sure if it's still if they're still making new episodes or not but um i don't know i'm probably three quarters of the way through it and one of my one of my favorite shows i've ever watched i feel like uh the, the main character in, in that show, he plays his part brilliantly. I mean, it's uh, uh, really good. If you haven't if you haven't watched it, you I should haven't. you should check it out. And the acting the acting by him, I mean, it makes it makes the show. It's it's really good. That's cool. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, when you think about NASCAR five years from now, what are you the most optimistic about and what worries you the most? Ooh, 
Man, that's a that's a good one too. Um, I would say I'm the most optimistic uh, from the side of things that we've we've been trying new places, new things out, and and we're not scared to we're not scared to do that uh, as a as an industry. You know, coming to a new track such as here at Gateway. Um, you know, I know we've we visited some new places over the last the last couple years, uh, but it seems like most of them have been road courses. Um, and you know, it's nice to come to to an oval. I, I would love to continue to expand that and, and race at some different ovals that we have around the country and and kind of see uh, what markets we could potentially have an impact on. I think we've had a great impact on this market here. You know, this weekend, judging by the fans and, and the people that I've seen. Um, I would say, you know, what, what worries me the most is, or, or I guess what's, what's concerning to me is, is I don't want the industry to be so set in this next gen car and, and how it sits currently. Um, I don't want the people who, designed it who came up with it to get so hard-headed and set in their ways to not be willing to make changes and better our racing at, at these different tracks because um, this is a learning process and, and I think you have to be willing to change this thing a little bit as time goes on to put on the best racing product we can and I, it concerns me that you know we're, we're gonna get to a point that this is the way we designed it we're gonna make this work, and we're gonna end up swallowing our our pride uh, because we want to, you know, push this thing really, really hard, um, and not be willing to adapt and make changes to to perform uh, or to put on a really good race at each track that we go to because it has been really a, a tale of of two cars almost from some of the racetracks we've been to to others, and we've had some good races. We've had some horrendous races you know this year frankly um and and i just think we got to be we have to be careful that, that we're not too hard-headed to to be willing to to adapt and and you know better our better our shows yeah absolutely absolutely um so a magic genie appears and offers you the chance to go back to the beginning of your racing career and start all over but the catch is that you get to keep all of the knowledge and experience that you have now and just use that to start over um, so do you go back or do you stay where you are uh, I mean, that's tough. I feel like I could go back and change a lot of results if I, if I did that. Um, but you know, that's not life. I mean, life is, life is sometimes making mistakes and, and learning from them and being able to figure out how to deal with that mentally and, and professionally and go on down the road and better yourself because of that. So, um, I mean, yes, if I you keep all the knowledge and all the, the things that I've learned, uh, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I think I could go back and win more races um, and potentially handle some things better. But, you know, that, that's just not reality. And, and I, uh, I, I'm i a big believer in, in some of those tough days and, and things that we have uh, encountered as a race team and things that I have encountered personally have helped develop me into the person that I am today. And I think I still have a lot of development to go uh, from, from where I sit right now on the track, off the track, um, and, and every aspect of my life. So, uh, yeah, it'd be great. You could go back and win some more races, potentially, 
you know, make some better decisions. Um, but that's not life. Yeah, that's that's very fair. Uh, so each week I ask a driver to give me a question for the next person. And uh, the last one was with Todd Gilliland. And um, he says, uh, oh, what does it feel like? Uh, how does it feel to have taken the mantle of most popular driver from Dale Jr.? I think he was like honestly curious of like what's what's that feeling like? He can't really understand it. Well, look, I, I mean, number one, the fans have been great to me, and and uh, some days I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I I uh, have been you know super grateful for that, and and really um, just making sure you stay you stay grounded. I feel like in in all the aspects of things that we have going on. Um, and this sport will humble you. I mean, it, it really will. And, you know, just because just because you win or you have won that vote, you know, at the end of the year um, doesn't mean you should be less humbled or, or less grateful for, for the opportunities that we have. So I, I've really just tried to focus on that and honestly just be myself. I, I have really tried hard not to get immersed in, in, um, in that side of things. While I'm grateful for it and, and the people have been nothing but, you know, at least my fans have been nothing but just unbelievable to me um, over the course of my career. I, I really just try to focus on the things that, that matter to me, um, and I feel like my true fans are going to respect that. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm staying true to myself and I'm doing my thing, um, and I'm out here trying to perform at the best of my ability, the people who you know really are your fans and, and want to see you genuinely do well, I think are going to stick with you regardless. So. Uh, I try to focus on that and, and um, you know, let the less kind of let the rest kind of go where it may and and uh, you know go on down the road. But look, my you know my my family and, and my dad had a had a great connection to the fans too, and um, you know just try and I feel like he did that. You know he he really stayed true to to who he was and focused on the things that mattered to him. They went about their business and they went home. You know, try not to be a a drama-filled operation, and um, I, I respect a lot of how they went about their business. So, just try to do me, and you know, go on down the road. Yeah. Um, so I don't know who the next one's with yet. So I could either you could either give a question for any driver, or I can uh, come back to you when I know who it'll be with. Yeah, I feel like I need to know who it is. I mean, I, I would you know kind of tailor a question to yeah to who it may be. So yeah, let me know who it is. All right, cool. Thanks cool. for doing that. Yep, so I appreciate it. All right, everybody, there you have it. 12 questions with Chase Elliott. And uh, as it stands today, I still don't know who that next interview is going to be with. Um, trying to pile up a few for the uh, Atlanta race and uh, record a bunch at one time. So I'm not sure exactly the order of who it's going to be, but hopefully I'll be able to get a question from Chase before that all goes down. And uh, also one note there, uh, you heard Chase talk about the wish list for Apple to come out with some uh, changes to the iPhone that would allow you to mark a text as unread to yourself. Well, guess what? Right after this interview, I think maybe like a day or two later, um, the news came out that in Apple's latest update coming this summer, I guess, you will be able to do that. You will be able to mark your text as unread. So um, Chase, I hope someone informs him of this great news. And it sounds like it would be cool for NASCAR to try to get James Spader to a race as well from the blacklist. Uh, I believe that's an NBC show and they're still making it. I looked it up. So uh, there's new episodes. So uh, gosh, you got to love the NBC potential crossover there. I'm sure Chase would love to meet him. So a lot of good things could be coming from this podcast.
Anyway, of course, as always, if you are interested in reading these interviews uh, the week they come out or listening to them the week they come out as opposed until waiting until they land in the Apple podcast or Spotify feed, you can go to theathletic.com slash 12 questions and you will see the latest deal to become a subscriber to The Athletic. You get, of course, all of what The Athletic has to offer, every sport that's out there. Either way, appreciate you for listening as always, and I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.